Hello all, welcome to the inaugural Pop Fiction Podcast. Thanks so much for listening, we're so happy that you did. My name is Mike, with me right now in every show will be Mr. Adam. Say hello, Adam. Hello fans, welcome, thank you for supporting this brand new uh, adventure, I guess we're going to call it right? Yeah, we're going to call We're going to travel some miles, we're going to spend some money, buy some cool shit along the way, and maybe have a few surprises for you guys here through the months coming. Yeah, we are super excited to do this. Um, you know, we, we're not sure where it's going to lead, but we have some big plans. We have some big guests that we're going to try to get. So um, if they would check their DMs, it'd be great. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know, just thanks for joining us and thanks for coming along on this ride. So um, let's just uh, real quick, we'll tell you who we are. Um, we've been friends for what, probably ten years now plus. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, just two guys who have a bunch of useless knowledge up in their head. We don't really have any way else to just get rid of it except through this. Our wives hate to hear about it, so <laughs> yeah. here we are. <laughs> um, we coach football. Um, we both played football, and we both have a ridiculous amount of pop culture knowledge that we want to share and bring with you. So, um, And if you recognize my voice, make sure you also listen to the Three Man Booth podcast absolutely. on Apple. Shout out to my side. <laughs> you hear my voice everywhere. And uh, I did do a Buckeyes and Beyond podcast for a short time. Uh, that one sort of fell through. So hopefully this one will not and we can move forward with this. Um, all right. So intros out of the way. If you have any questions or if you want to know anything about us, you can always send us emails at popfictionpod at yahoo.com. You can always find us on Twitter at popfictionpodc1. I know it's a little strange for a Twitter handle, but that's the one that they gave us. So I can't really do anything about that. But if you just go onto Twitter and search Pop Fiction Podcast, you can find us. We have a pretty cool-looking logo. Um, so that's who we are, and uh, we're going to move on now. Adam is going to do news of the day for everything in pop culture. Let's start with movie news. Mike, Hulu is making a TV series on the life and scandal of Mr. Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson. Oh, <laughs> and guess who they picked to play Tommy Lee? I hope it's not the same kid who they it's got. It's not Machine for... Gun Kelly. Okay. It's worse. It's worse than Machine Gun Kelly. It's Sebastian Stan, a.k.a. the Winter Soldier from Are you... Marvel. Actually, I'm intrigued by that, man. Come on. I don't, know, I don't know the person paying Pamela. I forgot to write it down, but she looks nothing like Pam Anderson. Sebastian Stan is Tommy. I could I could definitely see that, though, what man. What do you do this show on? The sex tape on a boat? They were married for, what, a year? Well. And he went to prison for it, right? I don't know if he went to prison. I don't really remember if he went to prison. Yeah. But first of all, it has to be TVMA. There's no way around that. It's going to no, be it's TV. Porn. It's going to be a porn. <laughs> Sebastian Stan's like, oh, I'm done with Marvel anyways. That's just, I'll show my dick on television. God. Wow. Are you going to watch it? Uh, I'll probably take a look at it, maybe the first couple episodes, and see if I'm really, you know, see if I'm really intrigued by by it. I'm fascinated by it. (laughs) Next thing. This this one baffled me a little bit. Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield have signed on to join Tom Holland for Spider-Man 3. Wait a minute. So they're putting all three Spider-Mans in in one one movie. movie. They're going to go off what Sonny did with that cartoon into the Spideyverse. Can that work? Can a time dimension movie also, work in live action? So they're going to have all three of them play Spider-Man at some point? Mm-hmm, and meet together. Yeah, I don't like that idea. That sounds stupid to me. It worked in the cartoon. Yeah. Doctor Strange is involved. He's in the movie too. So that makes it how can time 
yeah, can but work. At the same time, though, there's not been. I mean, they did, we, they've made it clear in Avengers. There's different dimensions and different worlds. Yeah, Earth, I get one, all Earth that too. So my thing is, like, how do you make them all into one? Because also they're announcing all the old villains from the old Spider-Man. Alfred Molina's back as Doctor Octopus. That is awesome because he is by far the best Spider-Man um, villain. Kristen Kristen Dunst is back as MJ for Tobey Maguire, and they're having all the new Spider-Man cast back too. So the, all of them are back. Along with a million MJs, and I don't know. Jamie Foxx is back as Electro. I don't know how I feel about that. That sounds really convoluted and just like they're talking about DC doing the same thing with Flashpoint because in the new Flashpoint movie yeah. they have Michael Keaton signed on with Ben Affleck as Batman. Right. That's just I, I two. You're yeah. asking about three or four Spider-Man. I'm I'm gonna see it. I love the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies. No, I think that I would have waited to do this. I, I would have waited a while because this is that's a con movie to make. The only thing I'll say is I was not a Andrew Garfield Spider-Man fan. I thought those... See, I didn't like Tobey Maguire. I, I didn't like uh, See, I like Tobey because those were the original ones and, yeah. you know, Raimi's a great, you know, director, so those were done really well except for the third one that, that was kind of garbage. There is a rumor but... that Mr. Tom Hardy will appear in this movie as well as Sir Venom. Really? That I... he's, supposedly, he's supposedly in the Marvel Universe. According to yeah, but Venom, know, or, Venom wasn't that wasn't officially a part of no, but he they I read that they own the rights to it. Yeah, know? they do now. Yeah. So will he show up in this? They're gonna wait till like a Sinister Six or something. I would do the Sinister Six because they're bringing in Carnage for this mm -hmm. for the Woody Harrelson as Carnage. Yeah, be which is incredible. gonna be crazy good. Yeah. So I hope they introduce it, or they, or they might wait till Venom Two, which is coming out next year, and maybe have Tom Holland in that. Maybe at the end of that, I could see that working and okay so here's what they have to do for this if you're gonna do this you have to slow build up to to it because Venom's not a bad guy right now no he's he, like that he kind of he's, he's kind of anti dick. Yeah. yeah he's the definite so are you gonna have him a villain in a spider-man movie or are you gonna have maybe tom hardy tom not tom hardy tom holland aka peter parker be like a cut the shit I'm going to be a bad guy making you stop in the Venom movie. Maybe that would be a cool twist to it, too. Yeah, I just I don't know how they're going to be able to pull that off, man, with all those people. That's They did it in the cartoon. If you haven't seen yeah, the Spideyverse, yeah, it's a great movie. Go see that. That is awesome. Yeah, it's but crazy. You can't, I don't think you can make that work. I hope they make it work in a live-action movie. It's just going to be very confusing. <laughs> yeah, they don't. But they do very good. Kevin, those guys do very good at Marvel explaining these movies well. It might take two movies for to make work make that work though. This this it might be is, a two parter for that to work. This is a project where if you do it exactly right, it could probably work and be really. Because they well. explain time travel in Avengers, yeah, uh, Infinity War, and and uh, in, Endgame. Right, that's time travel. This is a guy coming from a different world or a different Earth. I just and don't then, know how they're going to pull that off, right, man? It, I mean, if you do it right, it can work, but. It seems like there's way too many holes to 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 really fill. I don't know how it's going to work, we but will, hey, we got to wait a whole other year to find out. So we will wait. We, all right, let's see what else is going on. I just wrapped up the Mandalorian. Don't know if you watched that. I or haven't not. finished it yet. Well, here's a spoiler alert for okay, you. Okay, thank you. Boba Fett will be getting his own spinoff, either TV show or movie, in December 2021. I've been waiting for that for years, man. I've been waiting. for Are they a, ever going to explain <laughs> what happened? How did he got out? Of the the, the the warp. How did I, he I get know. out of that? I don't know. And I'm I'm glad they brought back the actor to play him, the guy that played him in uh yeah. in the the first uh, second trilogy of the movies. Yeah. And R I P to Jeremy Bullock, the original Boba Fett, who passed away yes, this week. Course. Sad shit. 
I love Boba Fett. I have a tattoo of him on my shin. I have a Boba Fett hat that I wear all the time. Boba so, Fett is one of my favorites. Like, he's kind of a good guy in this, but Boba Fett's supposed to be kind of a dick. Is he going to go be back to being... <laughs> you ha- you you. It has to be at his roots, which was in the original Star Wars trilogy. Oh, I think where, they go back. Yeah. It's yeah, going so. to be called The Book of Boba Fett, which is kind of cool. That's a great title. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, you have to make him who he was in the original Star Wars tri- trilogy. Or I mean, do like a back and forth. Like yeah. he's telling stories of his old days. That could be C- cool, CGI too. CGI yeah. his face a little bit. That would then... be a good way to go, yeah. No, I, I'm all for that. Because you got to explain how he got out. Right. The whole point in, in the Star Wars is he's trapped in a, I forget what the creature's called at the time, but he's trapped in this thing and he's just nearly falling for years right. and years yeah he can't just get out you know you gotta explain how yeah. he got out right and, and i think that they can do could I it be a show or that. should it be a movie they, disney plus has not decided yet if it's gonna be a show or a movie. it almost would have to be a series i think because people want more there's and a more big nowadays. gap to tell you have a lot of and years to cover there's so much story to tell with with him that you couldn't pack it all into a two or three hour movie you would mm-hmm. have to do it over so many s- it could just be a mini series too. You just make it like a two season thing, and just okay. The first year is yeah. a prequel. Second year is hey, we're back to the Mandalorian time. Speaking of mini series, I don't know if you have this in your notes or mm-hmm. not, but I did get a notification that that um, Stephen King's um, The Stand is that now that is on CBS that All is on Access. CBS now, so I'm looking forward to watching that. Can I just say, can we have enough freaking streaming services? <laughs> There's way too many. So right now, I have Hulu, Netflix, Peacock. Um, how is Peacock? Peacock is crazy, is good? dude. Yeah, is it it's good? awesome, dude. There's so if you are a fan of any is that where the office series, went. Ah, uh, yes, going? yeah, yes. So if you are a fan of any NBC show, they have every single NBC show on there. And Ooh. for someone like me, who uh, unfortunately I'm one of the few people who actually like Columbo and all those old shows Ugh. and the Ugh. series, like, be, because I watched it with my parents. There's whenever a I was big a kid. gap between Mike and myself. Yes. you'll find out sooner <laughs> than later. But they have every Columbo on Peacock too, That's which is cool. awesome. So yeah, they've got everything on there, man. It is crazy. Yeah, I have Prime, Netflix. Yeah, I've got Prime. Yeah. I sh- we luckily I share some accounts <laughs> with some people, <laughs> but like Hulu. Yeah. Yeah, we want Peacock. And I want HBO Max because all these Warner Brother movies are getting released to HBO Max. Wonder Woman in 1984 is coming to HBO Max. Yeah, so. uh, they're gonna, I'm just like, yeah. but that adds all up to like what a cable bill is. Though. If you want Peacock, dude, I'll give you my stuff for it. Sweet, it's Even awesome better. because I paid for it. So and Peacock is mostly free, but if you want the extra charge where, yeah. where you can watch everything, it's like six bucks each awesome. month. But see, the thing about it. If you want extra screens from for Netflix, it's 14.99. Yeah. If you want multiple screens for Prime and you want to add HBO, it's 20 bucks a month that adds up like it's almost yeah. being like what my cable bill would be so i'd like cut back and like decide having the net wwe network big wrestling yeah. buff obviously like do i cut out that do i cut out this or like because like, i can't watch everything the only reason why i still have cable is for every single sports network because well, i have the you youtube tv those... which i can watch football though yeah but you can't watch all the sports networks like the only reason the literally we only the only time that the that the cable box is on in my house is if there's sports on my my wife and kids they don't even use the fucking ca- yeah cable box I use it for sports and that's it every other time it's, it's some off. kind of app yeah all right last bit of news for movies I just found this out this morning Zack Snyder's Justice League coming to HBO Max in March yeah his he's his, done filming it's all about the editing and adding the crazy Zack Snyder effects to it now I gonna be good or you're gonna hate it I hope I'm gonna love it because. Here's the thing. Um, for those that don't know, you will find out throughout the next few episodes, I'm sure, or beyond. I am actually more of a DC guy, so I was I agree. super I agree. 
pissed at Justice League, which See, sucked so bad. I was so pissed off. It's not their fault, off. though. It's not the actor's fault in that movie. No, I because actually, like, I, don't, I didn't mind Ben Affleck and Batman. He actually did a pretty good job. You can t- hate tweet me that later. He didn't do. <laughs> Look what the casting was for that. An old, bitter, beat up Batman. It was great. Ben Affleck gave you that. Gail Gaddett as Wonder Woman, perfect. Momoa as Aquaman, perfect. Bringing an upcoming kid to play the Flash and Cyborg, great, great calls on that. It was the writing, and I think Josh Whedon coming in and trying to make it a Marvel movie. The writing was awful. It was you, so bad. You had bad. like a half of a dark movie, and yeah. you had a half of a comedy movie. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I even didn't mind. Um, it wasn't great. No, it's it, not great. It, it, and like Batman vs Superman wasn't great. It was it was awful. Okay, and now Batman vs Superman was kind of bad too. I, I've been so let down by the DCEU. I've been so let down by it. Now the only saving grace for the whole thing has been Wonder Woman because her movies have been outstanding. Yeah. So she's I think Flashpoint's going to be good with Urza Miller. Yeah. I think yeah. that'll be good. Although he's been under some heat too. Do you remember? Yeah. Did, a did, few months did he ago, have like, did he say something? What did he? I can't remember what he, he did. He did something like he smacked some girl yeah. in, in public or something. God. Yeah. He was People, a dick don't be, to somebody. Don't be stupid. That's yeah. all I can say. <laughs> Speaking of Batman, I do have this. The new Batman. It's under back under production. Right. For, we so, still got to wait a whole. It's 2022. Yeah. That movie's coming out now. They pushed it back so much. I'm excited. I love the trailer for the new Batman. We're talking about the one with Robert Pattinson now. Yeah, that's where I have the big he, problem. He's done good, dude. The dude studied the comics. He's jacked. He's not talking like this, like Christian Bale. I will say this. I was one of the people who was super pissed off at Ben Affleck being cast as Batman originally. And then but I will say good. he pulled it off. It was great. Now, Should he have kept being Batman, though? He did get a lot of heat. So there was a lot of rumors that this movie with, with Pattinson... Is this the one he wrote? So Affleck was going to write and direct, direct yeah. the Batman movie, which is the one that they're making right now, which initially the plot for that movie, I don't know. Deadshot with Joe Manganiello and yeah, so Jesse if, Heinsberg. Yeah, so the plot for that movie was going to be somehow Batman had to get into Arkham to do something, and there was different levels in mm. Arkham, and there was right. different villains on every level that he was gonna have to climb cool. like the that. levels yeah. to get to where he had that's to be. That's a video game too, right? Yeah, that's yeah. part of. So that was gonna be crazy. I thought that was gonna be great, and then it all. So fell like the apart. first level, he fights Bane. Second level, it's like sure. Joker. Yeah, but then that fell apart. I, I don't know what happened with that. So that's a lot to do. Yeah, that's a lot of casting. It was this very, trailer very ambitious. Looks like a not an origin, but like a young Batman. The first couple years, like he's still learning. Yeah, I love the casting of Andy Serkis as Alfred. That's great. Big Andy Serkis. If you don't know who Gollum is, or he's in um, Andy Serkis, Black is, Panther as he the is, villain. He is the king of motion capture. Is and voice work. Yeah, and having him as a younger Alfred. Yeah. Andy Serkis it. was Gollum. He was also one of the apes in the Planet of the Apes. I can't remember his Paul, name. What's going to steal this movie is Paul Dano in that trailer as the Riddler. It looks like a horror movie. Which you don't even see his face no, through, I love that. throughout the tra- trailer. Yeah, Because this see. is Matt Reeves' director coming in. I'm like, this is my own thing. Yeah. Um, and I'm assuming that that was Colin Farrell. The, the as, big chubby guy? Yeah, I'm assuming that was him. He gained 65 pounds I'm and assuming, all the makeup. Now, I don't know how they're going to turn... That looked a little bit like Penguin, but not... But He's maybe still because, gangster Penguin and not full-on right. crazy... I think it's like the origin story, so you're going to yeah. see him become... Top uh, hat. And, yeah, oh yeah. You know. And they have those snippets, like they have like the, the attorney who's supposed to become maybe like Peter Sarsgaard, maybe being Two-Face, hint, right. hint, wink, wink. Yeah. It's a good casting. I like Colin Farrell. 
If you don't know Paul Dano, he's in a lot of independent movies. Mm -hmm. He's usually the nerd in a lot of stuff. Yeah, I don't think people are going to be really familiar with who he is. But he could steal the movie. Oh, yeah, he's the really good. The way he's doing it so far, yeah, the really opening good. trailer with the tape, duct tape around the guy's face, mm -hmm. I love it. That's all I got for, That's all you movie, got for news. movie news. Let's go to music news. Oh, boy, okay. <laughs> That's what I was laughing. <clears throat> Creed singer. Scott Stapp. Got filmed in a movie. Gonna be filmed in a movie. Who's he gonna play? Take a get. Just take a while. It's a music music movie. Scott Stapp. Well, if he's gonna play somebody, it would have to be a fucking drunk. Uh, no, no. He's kinda. Not. Well, kinda. Because <laughs> he is a drunk and he's yeah. a giant asshole. Creed's so good. I love them. Don't at me at that. They're damn good. Creed is garbage, man. How I can't stand right. Scott Stapp. He is gonna play Frank Sinatra in a film about Ronald Reagan. Okay, that's not going to work. That's he awful. He has to sing. <laughs> He's going to be singing as Frank Sinatra. Okay, that part he can do. Okay, as Sinatra? I, well, I don't know about Sinatra. I mean, the guy can sing. That's obvious. But I don't know if he can sing like, you know, <laughs> Sinatra can. I mean, but that sounds awful in so many ways. I don't know. Should just, he have ever left Creed? Is that the biggest mistake of his life? Well, yeah, because he's done nothing since. Mm -hmm. And Creed was... They had some hits in the late 90s, early 2000s. Because Creed then became... Who'd they Alter become? Bridge. Alter Bridge. Miles yeah. Kennedy. Yeah. Which is a great band. That's a great <laughs> band. Too. In fact, I, yeah, I seen them at... Uh, where did I see them at? Probably at Rock one of the... Range. Yeah, yeah. At one of the Rock and the Range shows. For those of you that don't know, we live in Columbus, Ohio, so... I will not give you my address. <laughs> <laughs> Next news. Ozzy Osbourne to release another album in early 2021, only after eight months of Ordinary Man came out. I don't know. I, I, I think Ordinary Ozzy, Man's a great song, not a great album. I think Ozzy just needs to stop, man. See, I that's mean, the question. When do these guys done. need this? You have the Stones still going, the Who's still going, Queen's still going, all these bands and people. When is enough enough? Well, okay, so here here's the thing. The Rolling mm -hmm. Stones, the Who, Queen, those were a different generation where their fans are still going to be willing to come to shows and see them yeah um someone like ozzy whose following is basically people who were really into if it was a black sabbath reunion again that I'd would be, be like that awesome. would be totally yeah, different. i would yeah, see that, that yeah. i would be there front row that would be totally different but for ozzy it's he's more of a cult following mm -hmm. as a solo artist so a lot of his people don't really give a shit that he's putting out a new album like me i don't really give a shit that he's putting out and you know i don't what care. help is that post malone song put him back on the map Somehow, <laughs> I don't know how that happened, but yeah, you know, I just uh, enough's got to be enough. Like I think Ozzy gonna be one of those guys who like dies on stage. He'll die rocking out one day. Just Plus, like not to mention, he's just he's a fucking shell of himself, man. He just looks and well, sounds 40 awful. Forty years now. of cocaine use would do that to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last bit of music. Then we're getting to our real topic for the day. I love this band. You know I do. I love System of a Down. Love that band. One of my all-time. They're in my not my mouth, but my my top ten. I want to punch Serge Tangenton in the face, though. Here's why. I would be second Here's why. in line for that. He is set to release five new songs next year, okay? Solo albums? Here's the well, thing. They were supposed to be System of the Down songs because they released two in October, which yeah. are great songs. No, he's going to release them himself. I knew that they were working on new stuff. I thought I had read that somewhere, but... Why does he have to be a dick and release it by himself? Serge is a weird cat, dude. It's, uh, all, strange, it's all political. Thing. It's a game to him. That's why... So, like you, I'm a big System fan. Not as big as you, but, mm -hmm. uh, but I like System. I just don't like Serge. Yeah. <laughs> I think Serge is a huge dick. And, and I almost wonder, should they just move on from him and just... like Because the other guys want to... Here's the awkward part. The guitar player is Serge's brother-in-law. <laughs> so it'd be awkward to be like, oh, hey, man, I'm going to see you at Christmas, but you're fired. 
You know, I, I think it's they been could shown that. that Serge had a terrible solo career. It was not good. Yeah, he had the one song "Empty Walls," which yeah. was actually kind of garbage, but it was kind of catchy. But you know, release these songs that's supposed to be for a system as yourself. That's not cool. For one, I'd be like, put them on an album, put them on an EP, put them on an album, make money for the whole band, not just for yourself. I learned a selfish move. You know, I figured out a long time ago that Serge is just this weird political guy who wants to make a statement. Some of his with stuff is the right does. way. The stuff he does for his home country, yeah, that's it's different. Great Armenia and stuff, yeah. it's really good stuff. What you're doing there, but what you do here, put it in music. That's fine, but you don't punish your bandmates just because you want to make a statement. Yeah, and I I think System could have a huge tour once everything gets back. If you did a full normal. reunion tour with that original four guys, oh, that'd be great, dude. I'm, I that's, would go. that's night one rock and the range right there. Yeah. Or whatever I would festival. Go. Yeah. Yeah. I would go. Hell yeah. It'd be awesome. So we'll see. I don't know. Just don't be a dick. That's all <laughs> I say. All right. Our topic today. Horror movies. What to you, what makes a good horror film? Well, you have to there's when it comes to horror movies, there are different categories. If you are talking about like a really solid horror movie. Mm -hmm. And then you have horror movies that are made intentionally bad just to kind of get a cult fo following. Stuff Which like... do. Let, let's Human say... Centipede. Right. Or <laughs> say, you know, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. You know, you know, stuff yeah. like that. So, but if you're talking a great horror movie, one that is really trying, you have to have... The first thing that you have to put in place is a realistic... Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A, no, well, no, you have to have a realistic um, antagonist. Sorry, yeah. I lost my train of thought there. But you have to have a realistic antagonist. A bad guy. Yes. Yeah. Um, you have to have reasonably intelligent um, cast members. You have to have a re reasonably intelligent group of people that are in that that are in whatever sit, sit, situation that they're in. And this will come up when we do our top ten list because I have one movie in <laughs> you this. You forgot something though. Oh yeah. What does every horror film have? It has to have nudity. I was gonna say just a pretty girl, but you went, you went okay. Yeah. Mike went way to the with that. I was gonna say a pretty girl. It has to have nudity. Okay, yeah. so here's what you have to. So this is the cast that you normally will get in most horror movies. You have to have mm -hmm. um, a virgin slash final girl. Okay. Yeah. You have to have a bitch. Okay. To get a head cut off. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. You, you have We're to have... not being sexist, people. It's for the move. It's for the movie. You have to have a jock. Okay. You, you have to have a nerd. You have to have a nice guy, mm -hmm. and you have to have a shy girl. But here's the thing okay. too. I've noticed in my research. I've noticed that was big in the '70s and '80s. Yeah, that was the. I that noticed was the format. horror died in the '90s until it's like Sixth Sense came out. Yeah, which, we're gonna get into that because yeah. I've got some movies on yeah, my list. For that that kind of died in the '90s. It really wasn't great. So the '90s is where so the all the sequels came out the, and stuff. The the slasher genre really died out in late '80s, early '90s, and mm -hmm. the horror genre itself was dead. But you know, no pun, yeah, no pun intended. But it was dead from '90 until one of my movies on my list came came out. Yeah, um, see, like I'm a '90s kid. Yeah. So I didn't really pick up horror, horror until like honestly, a lot of my movies are like yeah, '90s, eight, late '80s, but I have a lot of 2000s. Yeah. Because that's where I grew up. Right. This is my opinion. It's yeah. my goddamn show. <laughs> <laughs> like they don't have to agree with me, but like it's a different. But horror has changed so much too from the last. Horror 20 has years, evolved. Forty years even like crazy it's... from. So let's say that you start with say like Halloween, which yeah. is which is where. The, the, the slasher began. Yeah, there yeah. were some prior to that. Psycho but, and stuff. Right, but, but it didn't come into the forefront until Halloween because mm -hmm. that's such a great fucking movie. And, and then you had 
everybody trying to redo that. Everybody did. And you had the same format being used over and over and, and over again. And that's on the, like, that's, see, like, that's John Carpenter bringing an original idea to the right. screen. People didn't want to make that movie. I did a lot of research on that movie. Mm -hmm. People did not want to make that movie. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, everyone was trying to fucking rip it off. Right. <laughs> so. And it's just, like, for me, like, okay, you have, you have your slasher films. What about a good paranormal movie? Yeah, those are great, too. Like, yeah. so they're for kind of, they're overused now, in my opinion. Yeah, they're because overused. you have everything from Annabelle to... Um, the first are good. The first yeah. ones are always good. It's just, I don't want, I don't need four Annabelles. Yeah, well... You know, it's all about money, man. I mean, they're just they're just trying to make more. Or what's money. the one with um, in the eighties, the TV uh, with the coach. Poltergeist. Yes, Poltergeist. They made one of those for a reason, just mm -hmm. one. You know, Spielberg made it. it was yeah, great. it's great. It's just like it takes every movie needs a key element. Horror needs a lot more elements than most movies. Yeah, it it. That's what I'm saying about when you do one really well. And then you mm -hmm. have pe people who just want to make one just to make a buck and try to put something out there, and they don't really put a lot of thought Paranormal into it. Paranormal activity. Wink, yeah. wink, nudge, nudge. Hate the first movie. one of those was great, and then the rest of them so were we did, kind of garbage. So we decided to write our top ten favorite horror movies of all time. These are our favorites. This isn't what, this isn't what Rolling Stone put out. This is what... <laughs> We wrote down. And, again, there's an age gap between Adam and I of about, what, 15 years? I'm 29. And I'm 43. So, yeah, about 14 years. <laughs> hey, Dad. <laughs> so, right. yeah, so there's going to be some... You, are, you you will be able to tell the age gap in between mm -hmm. our lists. So, What's your number 10 favorite my, horror film? My number 10 is Evil Dead from 1981, which is Sam Raimi's first... Bruce Campbell. Yeah, Bruce Campbell, who is a god. Okay, he's <laughs> awesome. And the reason why is... That movie is, for the two main reasons why I like it, is it's loaded with tons of gore. I mean, mm -hmm. it's got tons of blood and gore, which is always fun. Mm -hmm. And the sound design that Raimi used for, for that is creepy as hell. I mean, it creeps you out. If you haven't seen, because I know that a lot of people have probably seen... Don't watch the remake. The it's remake terrible. is garbage. It's absolute garbage. Go see the original one from 1981. It's, it's a little dated, but it's crazy good. Huh. That movie... See, it's one of the ones they should, they should have quit making them, though. Yeah, yeah. This is what, three or four of them? No, so they made the sequel, and then they made Army of Darkness, which was yeah. like a follow-up to, this, to the second one. He did a TV one. show for a bit, didn't he? Like, Ash vs. Yeah, Evil Dead, which yeah. Which is actually a pretty good show. Yeah, that's actually awesome. But. My number 10 is going to surprise you. Yeah? That's, you know how you texted me, are we going to have a B movie on the list? <laughs> yeah. It's not a B movie. It's a... It was made, then it got... The production company got shut down... It got lost in the shuffle, essentially, is what happened. Right. Okay? Midnight Meat Train. Wow. Have you ever heard of you? I've heard of it. I don't think I've seen it all the way this through. Is I think I've seen bits and pieces. Yeah, I've seen bits and pieces of it. Yeah. This is one of Bradley Cooper's first yeah, dawn role. I this is remember pre Wedding Crashers. Yeah. And my boy, Vinny Jones, in this movie. Vinny Jones is great. <laughs> Doesn't say a word in this movie. He just walks around with a meat cleaver and yeah. beats the piss out of it. I like this movie because it's different. It's goofy, yeah, and but it's gory. Yes. It has your antagonist, yeah. It has the pretty girl, yeah. Has the nerdy guy and the hero, <laughs> yeah. One of the craziest twist endings you'll ever see. Well, let's not give it away to him. No, 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 no. But it, yeah, it's a B, probably a B movie. Yeah, but. it's definitely on the list for Bs. But um, I have seen bits and pieces of it. I haven't watched it all 
all it the way through. It makes you jump and like, oh damn, that's nuts. Yeah, I think I started that. I think I found that on Shutter. It's once. on something. Yeah, I found it on Shutter. And if you don't know what Shutter is, if you love horror movies, get Shutter. It is a horror-based streaming ser- service. They are awesome. They've got every kind of B horror movie that you can think of. They're great. But I think I did start that on Shutter and I didn't finish it. Not because I didn't like it. I think I was falling asleep or something. But yeah. Yeah. What's your number nine? My number nine is actually Sinister from 2012. That's a great movie. Sinister, to me, Ethan Hawke is so good in that that movie. He's so good in it. Um, It's well written and it's, you will not find a movie. Now, the basis for it, I will say, is Killer Kids, but I'm not going to give it away. So there have been other Killer Kids movies, mm-hmm. but the basis behind these kids being killers is so scary and so disturbing. It's a great movie, one of my all-time favorites. Sinister. That, even the second one was good. I'll give it the second, second one was, was great. Solid. Yeah, yeah, it was it was really good. And too. that the main thing I forget what he's called, the creature or the, the demon. Um, they call him Mr. Boogity. Yeah, terrifying. Yeah, he's Absolutely horrible. Terrifying. He's scary as fuck. Number nine for me. Probably higher on your list, but Nightmare on Elm Street. I have that on my list, yes. We both love Robert England. He is the man. He is he is the goat. He's a god. Please return my email, sir. <laughs> um what can you say? Everyone's seen it. It's it will stand the test of time for one of the best horror films ever. It, yeah. Giant Depp's first role, right? Yeah, and I've always been a little put off by the fact that anytime there's any kind of documentary or reunion about that movie he never shows up he's it's almost like he's so he's a diva and he's so (laughs) he's so ashamed to be a part of it now that he won't show up like for instance did you see um what was it called the like three hour documentary um i can't remember what it was called about all the but they had everyone else in the movie yeah Yeah. and everyone else was there but he didn't show up you know what fuck you johnny depp you know what be proud of where you started yeah i mean you gotta get your roots somewhere yeah um what did you think of the remake with James Earl Haley? Uh, it's not James Earl Haley. It's um, James. I'm thinking of the guy. From you're the thinking summer, of yeah. uh, James Earl Jones. Yeah. Um, Jackie. Jackie Earl, Earl Haley. Haley. Yeah. Um, I'm in the minority that really liked it. I thought he did good. Uh, I know most people hate the makeup. It. I think the makeup threw me off. The the CGI. I know most people hate that movie, and I understand it. Um, but I didn't look at it as a comparison to the first one. I looked at it as a movie all on its own. It was different. It was yeah, way different. Well, and what they did was they did what what Wes Craven wanted to do, which was make him a a a child uh, molester. Mm-hmm. But Wes Craven said that's probably going to be too much for nineteen. It's hard to put on yeah. screen, you know. Yeah. Even, even when the two thousand nine when this one came out, yeah. It's like, so, eh. but they did take it to that next level. Yeah. Um, I did like uh, Rooney Mara was really good in it, mm-hmm. and Kyle Gallagher, yep. I think. Yeah. So they were both really good in it, and I thought it was a great movie. Yeah. What is your number eight, good sir? My number eight is Cabin in the Woods from 2011. <laughs> and I'll tell you why, because it's loaded. Richard Jenkins' yeah. best movie. <laughs> and uh, Bradley Whitford, yeah. yeah. This movie is loaded with comedic elements, and I love it's horror movies. It's also scary, though. Yeah, but I love horror movies that can mix some serious gore and horror with some great comedic moments, and this one is loaded with them. And it's got Thor himself. Before he was famous. He has an epic... I won't say how he dies, but please watch it. But yes, uh, Cabin in the Woods, and it's got great characters, and it, in some way, gives you a look at every single horror movie monster you can think of. Yeah. It's you great. You walk into that movie and be like, at the end of it, like, yeah, I'm good with that. I'm yeah. satisfied with that ending. <laughs> yeah. It's great. This one's going to surprise you, too. My number eight, 
13 Ghosts. Love it. Love 13 Ghosts. If you know Tony Shalhoub, not as Monk, this is before Monk. So Matthew the, Lillard, 2001, absolutely terrifying. I'm sure that we will talk about this in a later show, but I am a huge, huge fan of the show Wings from the 1990s mm-hmm. that ran on NBC. Tony Shalhoub got his roots on, on that show as Antonio Scarpacci. Yeah. He is great in 13 Ghosts, man. He's because awesome. he's so different than what yeah. he usually does. Yeah. no comedy. Which, it's... This was, I think, close to right after, well, not right after Wings, because Wings ended in 19... 19- this is right before he started Monk. So Wings ended in 96 or 98. Mm-hmm. This was out in, what, 2001? Yeah. So, yeah, it's not it's not long after Wings. So it, he's real, it's a nice transition from that. It's just a good original concept of just being original. Well, now you do know that it was a remake of yes. a movie from the 1950s, I think, or but the 60s. No one really knows that, but people don't know that. Right. But this one was better. Um, I like them both, but yeah. I do like this one uh, This is a one of bit Matthew bit Lillard's best movies. You know, yes. Miami Shaggy and Scooby-Doo, and uh, he's in... Uh, he's Stu and mm-hmm. uh, Scream. He's, so, usually yeah. a, he's, a, he's another comedic actor who yeah. does a serious role. Yeah. Just to imagine your deepest, darkest fears locked in a glass cage in the yeah. basement. It's great, and the... The special effects, oh, makeup. The lady in the shower, yeah, yeah, it the, still haunts my dreams. Great, great movie, yes. Next, number seven for you, sir. Number seven for me is Saw from two thousand four. Of course, Saw, um, and, and there's one re- reason why. Well, not well, there are several re- reasons, but the but the three bit big ones is Saw, and I think most people who are listening to this have seen Saw, um, mm-hmm. but it has the best twist ending you will ever see. And it came out like that, and it just blew your mind. And the influence that it's had in pop culture and, you know, the horror genre as a whole is just is overstated. And it was intense, dude. I mean, it was a white-knuckle movie, too. For only being almost like half of it being in a small room the whole time. Props to James Wan, who is a horror. We'll talk about him, I'm sure, one day, too. And Lee... Winnell, Winnell yeah. who wrote and started it. Now Lee Winnell is not that great of an actor, because no. <laughs> but he He's was a hell of a producer and writer, though. Yeah, but he was actually. I mean, he wasn't bad in it. But and yeah, they filmed this movie for what they say like two hundred thousand yeah, dollars. they it made was, this movie. It wasn't a whole lot. And honestly, how good is Danny Glover in that movie? Yeah, he doesn't get a lot of credit for that movie, and I don't know why, because he's really good. He is. He's sort of over the top, intense cop, yeah, bad cop. Yeah, he's a real bad cop in that movie. But, but yeah, that movie. It's honestly, it's my next one, number six. It's okay. my next yeah. one. Yeah. So yeah, God bless them. So we'll skip my number. Seven. My number seven though. Yeah. And all back to that though. All the saw. I liked all the saw movies. I like all of them except for Jigsaw. Jigsaw's terrible. Um, <laughs> I thought so. And maybe we can do a show later on best horror movie sequels. Mm-hmm. But I think Saw Two is right up there as far as best yeah. horror movie. Se- that one was really good. I thought they got a little si- a little silly with Costas. Uh, Mandalore being uh, what was <laughs> what was his name? Um, I can't remember the cop's yeah. name, but yeah, dirty it, cop. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a little silly as it got on, but yeah, um, but yeah. My number seven, Rob Zombie's Halloween. Really, really. Yet again, wow. different uh, different times. Yeah, there. yeah. Um, he was very respectable to the original. He was very respectful. I will to say this, John Carpenter. I do like how he turned Michael Myers into just this monster this brute, <laughs> this fucking brute that will d- does not have a care in the fucking world. And will, Tyler Maine played will, Michael Myers. Yeah, and he's great. He's easily 6'7", yeah. 60 in real life. He's a former uh, wrestler, too, wrestler, right? Wrestler. He played Sabretooth in right. X-Men. Yeah. Um, he did a lot of stunt work for a lot of things. He, he was a predator in one of the movies. Right. Um, 
No, I I do like Rob Zombie's um, Halloween, his version. Again, again, talk about sequels later. Halloween two from Rob Zombie, not his best work. No one, because you you almost felt sympathy for Michael at times for his story because he do a whole. Prosper Rob Zombie's making a prequel at the beginning of the movie. The first twenty minutes is that terrifying kid that played Michael Myers. There is how he becomes actually one of my favorite scenes of all time is actually in that movie, and it's Michael Myers' first kill as a little boy. Um, the boyfriend? No, when he kills the bully. Ah, oh, um, it, yeah. it is one. Of, so there's a few reasons be, behind that. One is most of us who like this kind of stuff have been bullied once or twice in our life, and it's a great outlet to see, mm. you know, you taking a stick and just beating <laughs> this fucking bully to death, man. Yeah. It's great. We don't um, condone murder. No, we do not condone murder in any way, shape, or form. It's bad, yeah. but it's a great outlet to see. The crazy and part too: that kid never acted again. The kid who was the bully. Yeah, really, not I didn't the know bully. That. The kid who played young Michael Myers. Really, I didn't know that. I thought Rob Zombie found that kid on like YouTube or something. He's really good, He's man. Terrifying looking yeah. too. He never acted. He has the most dead eyes. He does comic cons and shit. That's all. I would do yeah. that. Make yeah. your movie. Make your million. And yeah. <laughs> just travel around. But that scene is great, especially to see the bully begging for mercy and Michael Myers just looking at him like, fuck you. Just the cast in that. I love Malcolm McDowell. Oh, he's great. He's a great um, He's a great Dr. Dr. Loomis. Loomis. If yeah. they kept making those, like they should have made him. I uh, would have loved to have seen a Dr. Loomis origin movie. That would have right. been cool. Like yeah. have it be like the profiler. Yeah, yeah. I just that movie. 2007, I think it came out. Like it's incredible. Rob Zombie's actually a good when he actually puts his effort into it. He's a very he makes some sloppy ones. Yeah, I haven't been a fan of some of his later ones, but, but that um, he for him he said I want to make a John Carpenter movie, and he did in a sense. We should do an episode later on just Rob Zombie and yeah. his influence. music and movies. Yeah, yeah, on music and movies, it for would sure. be great. What be is fun. your number six? Mine was soft, so we won't talk about mine. Okay. What's your number six? My number six is Scream from 1996. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, and when I had talked about earlier how the horror genre was dead, I mean, mm -hmm. it was gone. This is the movie that brought it back into the forefront, and is it? And it's not super scary. It's more of no. a suspenseful horror, and it's no accident that the man that started it is the man that brought it back. Yep. Wes Craven did Scream, and its influence on the horror genre is still being seen to this day. Uh, it's it's incredible. Um, and I like that it was super, um, not super, but it was very meta in, mm -hmm. in, in, in the way that it it knew what it was. And, you know, the, the, the scene with Jamie Kennedy and the, and the, the, the rules to watching yeah. a horror movie. That's, that was good. Yeah. That's a great scene. Um, but mainly I love it because it brought the franchise back. Or mm -hmm. it, it brought the horror genre back because it was gone. It was dead and written off. And Wes Craven, he, he brought it back big time with Scream. And I read an interview with one of the stars, David Arquette, because they, they're rebooting it again. Right. Which I'm good with. Hey, cool. Yeah, that's fine. And he now, says you're going gonna... to see an actual horror movie this time now are they going to reboot it beyond the tv show that is going on now is yeah that... it's all this is its okay. own like this is like nev campbell's coming back you can't have okay. nev campbell no, yeah okay uh arquette's coming back courtney cox is coming back you right. can't have it without those three in my opinion mm -hmm. this is supposedly so many years after the, the plot is familiar murders are happening in the town they come back to find out why okay it's a different twist on it yeah i can see that um I would be okay with them getting rid of the ghost face thing. Make but, it something new? Yeah, to do something new. I didn't, I, like think, the, I didn't like the face and scream the I TV think, show. I think the ghost face is getting a little old. Mm -hmm. 
But that's just my opinion. I'm sure there are people out there who love it. So yeah, so it's ignoring. It's, I guess it's ignoring Scream Three, and it's ignoring the re- reboot it did like a few years ago. And I'm assuming Pinotier. And yeah, that was Scream Four. Yeah, they're which, ignoring. I think they're. I think they're ignoring those. Like, hey, this is one from like. Okay. Because like, Scream Four was kind of dumb. Yeah, uh, it, it's okay to it erase it like, like the new Halloween movie they did. Hey, yeah. we're ignoring those other sequels. Yeah, this is a direct sequel to the old one. Yeah. All right, my number five. Don't breathe. Great movie. 2016. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> you call this Stephen Lang's comeback. Yeah, Stephen Lang is one of the most underrated actors on the planet. He's an avatar. Yeah. Did a lot of stuff in the 80s and 90s. Kind of went away for a while. I didn't yeah. hear from him. Yeah. Then he comes back in Avatar. Then he makes this movie. And he was also in a TV show that got canceled by Fox that I loved. What was the one about? I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. It was about the dinosaurs and, oh, and you yeah. come through this like portal to get mm-hmm. to the safe place because the earth is bad. Wasn't uh, the I girl can, from Game of Thrones in that too? I believe so, yeah. but I can't remember the name of the show, but that was really good and yeah. Stephen Lang was in that but show. In this movie, got, he's a blind military vet who yeah. lost his daughter. You almost feel bad for this guy. Oh yeah. Even though he's absolutely. killing these people. A- a- absolutely, yeah. The plot is essentially, these kids stumble upon this guy who is a military and they, someone killed his daughter so he has an insurance policy for it. Yeah. It's a couple hundred grand. These kids, hey, let's and, break into a blind guy's house. It's going to be easy. And for some reason, he has it all in cash yep. in, in, you know, in, inside of his house. Not knowing that this guy is a psych, a former mil, military. Badass. Uh, yes. Yeah. Even though he's blind, he's, in my opinion, one of the greatest horror characters of all time. Yet again, this my opinion. Really? Oh, yeah. Uh, of all time? Mm-hmm. Top 20. It's a bold easily. statement, yeah. man. It's a bold statement. Because it's so different. Yeah, when, do you ever, when are you ever in a movie cheering for the horror, the bad guy? No, it's a great mo- movie, and I like Stephen Lang in it. He's and really there good. there's a sequel coming out next year, and I'm actually looking forward to that one. Yeah, that's great. What is your number five, good sir? My number five is very dated, and it shows my age, but it is Psycho from 1960. <laughs> you gotta love it. You have to. Um, and I could talk about Psycho for, for hours. And Psycho is not... It's not really violent. It's not really bloody. It's just... It's a weird movie. It's so good. It's so intense, man. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and the way that Hitchcock directs that movie... Um, like I said, I could talk about it for, for hours, but I'll do. I'll talk about one scene, and then we can move on if mm-hmm. you want to. There's one scene where, for those that don't know, the, the plot, I'm sure that everyone has heard it at some point, is about uh, Norman Bates and his mother, and he went crazy. He killed his mother, but she's... He keeps her inside the house, her corpse and all that stuff. And he pretends to be her and he kills all these other girls. Um, there's this, the main plot in Psycho is the main character, the woman, has stolen some money from her boss. And on she's, the run. Yeah, she is on the run. She stops at the Bates Motel. The money is wrapped up in a newspaper. And once she steals it, nobody ever talks about the money really except for the people who actually look... Norman Bates could care less about the money. The, yeah. He has no idea. So there, there's a scene after he kills her where... Um, he's, Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, he's cleaning up the mess. The newspaper, which has the money wrapped up in, is sitting on the nightstand in the hotel room. And Hitchcock does this great thing where he shows, he pans the whole room after he has cleaned up to show you that everything is cleaned up, everything's neat and clean, and then he sees the newspaper. <laughs> and you, you think, oh, wait a minute. People are still going to be coming to find her. This isn't over because just because he's cleaned it up doesn't mean it's done. Yeah. Here's the newspaper with the money, which is where people are going to. So it's just so intense. It's so well done. And Anthony Perkins is incredible as Norman Bates. It's a great, great performance. Great movie. Great soundtrack, you know. But 
shows how you know I'm 43, so I've seen I that movie. He won an Oscar for that movie. Correct? Uh he was nominated. nominated I don't yeah. think he won, but yeah, he was definitely nominated for it. Good movie. Uh, the remake with Vince Vaughn, awful. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> awful and should never yep. be should never should never be spoke of. My number four. You probably agree with me. Did we do your five? Yeah, don't breathe. Okay, yeah, yeah. sorry. Number four, Alien. Can't go wrong. The original. Yeah. Because it's a really scary effing movie. Yeah. Those creatures are terrifying. It's Ridley Scott. It's Sigourney Weaver. Mm-hmm. It's what can you, it's standing again, stands the test of time. That's I love great. creature movies. I think they're fantastic. What can you say? I mean, uh, like a couple of sequels were okay, but like this one, the original Alien... Can't, you can't go wrong. The original, and now, even though it's not in my top ten, mm-hmm. um, because I'm not as big into creatures as as yeah. you are, which is kind of where we did that. So, but I still love it. I think it's a great movie. I could watch that one anytime, anywhere. I think Alien is one of the all-time greats, yes, what for sure. your number four, good sir? My number four is not going to be on very many people's lists. It is mm-hmm. Your Next from 2011. If you have not seen this movie, go see it. Stop what you're doing now. Stop. Stop listening to us and go watch Your Next. It's going to be on one of these million TV services we named. Um, And the reason why I like Your Next, it is the most realistic horror movie that you will ever see. The plot, the characters, the motive behind everything that is going on could absolutely take place in real life. Absolutely could. And the final girl is the most intelligent, badass final girl that you will ever find in any horror movie. Who's the killer in this one? So... The plot, I will sort of, yeah, I will, yeah. I will dance around the plot. Mm-hmm. There are three killers in the movie dressed as they're in like a lamb mask, a rabbit mask, and mm-hmm. a wolf mask. The reason for what they are doing, I can't really go into because I, I don't want to spoil it for. A- it anyone. wasn't in theaters long, was it? No, and no. I don't know why. Yeah. It is such a great movie, and it's got one of the best kills you will ever see in a mm-hmm. horror movie. I'm telling you, go see your next. If you don't. You are doing a disservice to yourself. It's a more intense version of the Strangers, in my opinion. Is that that's a, to, yeah. yeah, that's that's a that's a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was almost on my list, by the way, but I didn't make the cut. Yeah, you're next. Go see it. Yep. Go find it. My number three, obviously, Child's Play. Yeah, Child's Play. Is fun. The original. It's fun. not the Mark Hamill one, even though yet again I will say Mark Hamill voiced it good. The movie itself. Suck. The movie is garbage, but you can't go wrong with Mark Hamill. No. The ever. original Child's Play. Great movie. Yeah. Was it um, Brad Dorif? I believe it's Brad his... Dorif is the voice of Chucky. He will always be the voice of Chucky. He, even though all you know, all hail Mark Hamill. But yeah. Brad Dorf will be That guy made his money being a voice of a doll. Well, he was he did he's some work. a lot of voice work and acting too. Yeah, I mean he's done some good work too, but yeah, that's what he's best known for. And yeah. and and Kudos to him for taking it and just saying, I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to take this and run with it as long as I can. And, and it's the TV great. show comes out, what, next year? I believe so. Yeah. And is it, it, it's on sci-fi. Okay, yeah, that's where it's going to be. Okay, I'll watch it. I'm, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm intrigued. Yeah, yeah. Just because I like Brad Dorf, you know. And um, they're bringing the original director back for it, too. Um, Tom Holland? Wasn't he the original director? Uh, not the, I'm sorry, the guy who made Bride, Bride and Up. Oh, uh, okay. Um, Demonico, whatever his last name is. I can't remember yeah. off the top of my head, but yeah. Right. Uh, no, great great movie. Child's Play is fun, for sure. It's great. your number three? My number three is the original Halloween from 1978. Okay. Um, great movie. Uh, you know, started up the whole slasher genre. Um, responsible for all... It, it, 
it is responsible for Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, um, Child's Play. I, I mean, if not for that movie, you wouldn't have all these other great horror horror franchises because mm -hmm. of because and is you know John John Carpenter is the fucking man. I mean, mm -hmm. he doesn't make bad movies. He's made a couple close ones, but. Yeah. I mean, but most of his movies are outstanding. If you haven't seen Lay Live, go watch it. Oh, it's a great movie. Um, but, you know, and Jamie Lee Cur Curtis. How can you go wrong with Jamie Lee Curtis? She's awesome. Mm -hmm. um, the whole movie, I'm sure everyone has seen it at least once in their life. So um, it's intense. It's got, it's written well. The characters are, are a little dopey, mm -hmm. but, um, you know, and The Shape is born in 1978. So. All right. My number two. The Shining. See, here's where we're going to have a problem. <laughs> you like that movie, do you? I don't like The Shining, and here's why. I, I like Nicholson. I, I do. All right, I like the movie itself, mm -hmm. but I'm a huge Stephen King fan. And the movie. Way different than the book. The movie is <laughs> such a fucking ripoff of the book. Yeah. It's so. It's a travesty. I like it for the acting. The acting is great. It's, it's outstanding. How you slowly just see. Jack just become a psycho slowly and, and more and more and more in the yeah. movie. By the end, he's a maniac. Yeah. The book is incredible. And mm. Kubrick's version. Now, there was a miniseries version, speaking of Wings, that starred Steven Weber from Wings yeah. that was made late 90s, I, mm -hmm. I, I want to say. That was good. Yeah. That one King is. King said he liked that better, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. Because he actually showed up in that miniseries. Yeah. Um, that one is more true to his book than this movie was. But that, if you can find it, it's really hard to find. Mm -hmm. um, the Shining miniseries, which was on ABC in the late 90s. That one's really good, too. So go check that out, too. Yeah, but yeah, I, Nicholson is great. And yeah. Oh yeah, he really is. I Probably mean, one of his arguably one of his best performances yeah, ever. Yeah. It's up it's there great. with like Cuckoo's Nest and yep. the others. Uh, my number two, we've already kind of talked about, is the original Nightmare from nineteen eighty four. I mean, we've already kind of touched on it. You know, mm. everything that it did and that so. Um, is the greatest killing ever the bed the bed scene? That's one of the best scenes of all time, and it's not just because of what it was; it was what it took for them to pull that off. All the blood and the fake I'm sorry, fake blood and the just the and the for those that don't know, they shot that in a upside down room that mm -hmm. that that they could flip to get her up on the ceiling when she's actually on, on the floor. And this and they, is 1980. This is 1984. Yeah. yeah. So so CGI is not great back then. No. In fact, I think it was it, it was it was in its absolute infancy back in mm -hmm. 1984. So they couldn't even do anything with it. But the way that they had to shoot that scene. Yeah. Um. And of course, Johnny Depp. Don't be a dick. Start showing up to some of these things. All right. My number Your one. Your number one. I, I would a tie. do. A, I would tie. You have a tie. I and I would give you a drum roll, but I don't have one. So we talked about it, but you know me. I love Michael Myers more mm -hmm. than anything. The yep. original Halloween is my number one A. Right. <laughs> like you said, the music, the acting. Yep. Jamie Lee Curtis did incredible. Everyone she's done, she's been fantastic in. Absolutely. And the, these new ones she did, she was great again. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to these last two. Because that one that came out in 2018 was a solid it's movie. It's a solid, excellent You got movie, old yeah. man Michael, and I love that. Who kills it, man. Yeah. I mean, he literally does, but he's great in it. Yeah. And I'm glad I said, fuck the ones from the 90s. Fuck Halloween yeah, it, 2. It was a straight Halloween sequel three, to HTO, the first one. Now, Halloween 2, I don't have a problem with. I, yeah. I think that is okay. But it, mm -hmm. but it took out the, the story of him being her brother. So this that movie, we should be talking about that later, but it's like, it's 40 years from this original movie, which I'm happy with. So back to the original movie. Yeah. The acting, the kills mm -hmm. were simple, but They were so effective. effective. Yeah. Because 
I like the guy. He never says a word. Yeah, Michael Myers never speaks. In fact, when you hear him, when you hear him breathe occasionally, it kind of mm. freaks you out because you don't hear him speak, and then you hear. <sighs> that shows he's human. Yeah, yeah. But and and one thing that we didn't talk about with mine is: can we mention how awesome Donald Pleasance is oh, as Doctor Loom- yeah. Loomis? My God, he is incredible. That's, like. It's him and McDowell. It's a tie who does the best. You could debate that all day. He's yeah. a better uh, Dr. Loomis, but... They each have their own great right. things, you know? Yeah, he's a good Bond villain, but he's a better Dr. Loomis. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a great Bond villain, too. <laughs> he's yeah. good. But, but yeah. My 1B? Mm-hmm. Jaws. Can't go wrong with Jaws. Yeah. Why hasn't why is there been remade? Because you can't top you, it. No, you... And... And let's CGI not, sharks look dumb. Let's not forget the sequels were nothing to write home no, about. So, the original... So, Anyone that tries to remake Jaws, all you have to do is look at the sequels. Which and can we say that Jaws four is the worst? Yeah. is the worst movie of all time. Will it ever be remade? You think? I don't think anyone will. Um, I, I don't think that anyone has the has the courage to it to do it. First of Talk all, about because, differences between the book and the movie. Holy oh, shit! Yeah. <laughs> um, and the guy that wrote the book is Peter. Uh, his, he, he does a lot of ocean his, movies. His last name escapes me, but he's. Writes a lot of movies, yes, about ocean creatures. He wrote another book called The Beast, which mm-hmm. was which was made into a miniseries starring um, William Peterson from CSI um, that came out in the early '90s. But that's good too. But yeah, Peter um, Benchley. By Peter the way. Benchley, yes. Yeah. Um, but no, I don't think anyone will ever remake it, just because it nobody would care to see it um, because you can go see Jaws. Um, it's not like remaking a Nightmare on Elm Street where they can redo Freddy Krueger and change mm-hmm. his backstory. You can't change what a shark looks like and you can't change the backstory for the shark. And like the sad part is there's no one from the original movie you want to bring besides uh, the guy you played. Because uh, uh, Roy Schreider's dead now, right? And so is Robert Shaw. Yeah. The only Robert one left is... Dreyfus. Yep. Dreyfus he's a great is. actor on his own part. But yeah, and he's actually getting up there in age, yeah. so I don't know if he would really if, be able to do if, anything. If somehow Robert Shaw was alive and maybe Roy Schneider, I'd be like, shit, would, go for it. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen a Quint, uh, mm-hmm. like a Quint movie of some kind. Just just his whole story would have been great to see in some kind of a movie. And uh, like Roy Schneider's a very underrated actor, too. He's so good. So Robert Shaw. They're both yeah. incredible. Roy Schneider is in one of my favorite movies of all time that is not well known. It's a movie called called Marathon Man with Dustin Hoffman mm-hmm. from, I think, the late 70s yep. or early 80s. Good movie. That's a very good movie. Um, it's not a horror movie. It's just, it's a great movie. And just how, how the difficulty it took of making that movie, Jaws, yeah. just having to have a scuba diver below the girl, yanking on her with yeah. a rope. That would <laughs> yeah. not fly these days. No. no. Uh, or just how many times the shark broke down. and Yeah, and, and the great thing about that movie was is that they held the shark back. Too. Mm-hmm. I mean, you didn't get the shark from the from the very beginning. The first be- be- forty five minutes, you didn't see the shark. No, but yeah. you knew what it was, yeah. And you know what a shark looks like, but until you saw it on screen, you weren't, you know. And that, God, is it the best? Is it the best theme of all time? Oh yeah, yeah. You know it. That yeah. probably Halloween. Yeah. You know, you know, in Friday Thirteenth, you know those what that yeah. sounds like. Yeah, but I would say Jaws oh, yeah. and Halloween are even way above the Friday the Thirteenth theme, mm-hmm. and that's coming from a Jason fanatic. Yeah. So um, Jaws is. Absolutely, just it's a hard. I was I was debating that all night. I asked my wife about like which one's better. Yeah, it's like you can't go wrong with either, because you said there's a reason why Jaws can be made. You can't make it. That's how good it is. Yeah, you can't remake it. No, you can't do it. It would be impossible. I mean, not impossible. I mean, you could do it, but it wouldn't make any money. I don't want to see it be remade. Nah, neither do I. 
I would never go see it. You need to have Spielberg on the lot with you if <laughs> yeah. you're making it again. And, and I don't think Spielberg the crazy would ever part let that is, happen. They almost didn't hire him to make that movie. I know he was he was like uh, he was down on the list mm-hmm. of the people who they had wanted. They did it because he was so cheap at the time. That's one of his first movies. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Spielberg. You're number one, good sir. My number one is the only movie that has truly terrified me. Now, it could be because I saw it as a kid, mm-hmm. but it is The Exorcist from 1973. Oh, so scary. Oh, yeah, the Exorcist yeah. is the most terrifying movie to me of all time. And mm-hmm. um, if you haven't seen it, I don't know why you haven't seen it, go see The Exorcist. Um, it's on, I'm sure, plenty of streaming services. Um, the Exorcist... Um, you can't get away from the horror of this movie. One, um, Linda Blair as a little girl in this movie, she does so good. Um, but the way that they slow build this possession mm-hmm. is it, it's very slow. It starts out with maybe she's just sick. They test her for all different kinds yeah. of things. They can't figure it out what's going on with her. She's And then she does those real creepy things where she comes downstairs and says, you're all going to die. And she pisses her pants. And it's like, what the hell's wrong with this girl? You know, it's so (laughs) weird. And and it's this slow build. And then all of a sudden, the demon takes over. And she is just terrifying. The makeup and the the green vomit. Yeah. And the spider walk is the most creepiest fucking thing you will ever see. Oh, my God. And the guy who played the priest in that movie. And I don't know his name. I'm sorry. I've only seen him in that. And he did... He was in the sequel, too. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. The first one. Um, that is by far the most... Ter- it, it truly scared Power me as a Christ kid. Christ compels you. <laughs> and it's been parodied a whole lot, too. Oh, yeah. Which is great. In, in fact, Scary Movie has <laughs> the, great, is, yeah. does the best parody of that movie, especially but with... It's, you know, it's, it's great. It's one of those movies, again, that hasn't... It's tried to be remade. It hasn't been... It's yeah. hard to top, you know? Yeah, it's it's so well. Done. In fact, I think they didn't they do a TV series about yeah. it not too long ago, mm-hmm. a couple years ago. I don't, I I never saw it. No. Um, but yeah, that is by far the most terrifying movie that ever scared me. It's the only movie that has ever terrified me to where I couldn't sleep. Was that movie? Yeah, she's terrifying. She's awful, <laughs> and God love her. She's still, yeah. she's, she's she still goes to the cons. Yeah, she still she does still all the. Do, yep, she still does all that stuff. Yeah. She's she is great. Um, so that that is our list. That is it. Two different. Something Two similar. Yeah, I think we both had, we had three movies in the same. We had Screams. No, I had, no. I had, I had Saw, Halloween, had Saw, Halloween, and Nightmare, and Nightmare on Street. Street. Yeah, and then er- everything else is a little bit different. Um, but if you haven't seen any of these movies that we talked about, go see it. Take some time. It's well worth seeing all these movies on this list. Um, I understand if you don't want to go watch Psycho because it's from 1960 and it's in... It's hard to find. And it's in black. Yeah, and it is kind of hard to find. Um, but it is by far Alfred Hitchcock's most famous movie. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think all great movies that we had on these on these lists, and we can talk about way more, but yeah, <laughs> we're, we're not going to bore you nope. any more than what we have. Um, so that's going to do it, I think, for this episode. Um, again, thanks for listening so much. We hope to bring you even crazier stuff than these lists. This is just a start. We're going to be we are going to be doing great, great, great guests. Not we, just audio. We're going to do YouTube videos. Yeah. We're going to do a little bit of everything for you guys. This is going to be great. So if you would subscribe to us on. Uh, these whatever listening platform because we're going to be putting out at least one or two of these every single week. Um, it's going to be so much fun. We got so much more that we could talk about. Follow us on on Twitter at Pop Fiction Podcast. Email us if you have any questions or reach out to us on Twitter. Um, if Adam doesn't have anything else to say, I think nope, we're all we're done. Good. Thank you so much, and we will see you guys again soon.